now. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My little sidekick here is laughing at me right now, but... Because you know what's so great? <laughs> what? You, when the kids were little, I used to say to them, what sounds better? Hi. Or hi. 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 But you smile. When you oh, so sorry. so did when I you say smi- yeah when you when you get on and you say hello on my <laughs> it's social my, it's my radio voice but you literally like your just smile said comes five through. seconds ago I just said five seconds ago I feel like out of sorts today but, but here we are but guess what you put your radio voice on I, put my radio I don't think voice that on. I saw you today and you brought I, it. well I think you have I've, I've been seeing you <laughs> I know I mean but we haven't really talked yeah I, mean, I, know. I saw you but I haven't really talked but yeah thanks um, for letting me crash the party tonight yeah, of course um, the only thing that would make this better is if we had some chicken fingers <laughs> and a little Mai Tai <laughs> not gonna lie lettuce wraps yes yeah my birthday was yesterday mm-hmm. um but happy birthday thank you. okay thank you um as as you can hear uh, Sharon and I are joined by the one and only Kristen Howlett, who is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real mm-hmm. Estate. Hello, Kristen. Hello, hello, girls, ladies. Um, in case somebody hasn't heard you on our show before, even though you're sort of a staple on this one, um, why don't you reintroduce yourselves to all of our listeners while I get us set up on Facebook? Well, my name is Kristen Howlett, and I am a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, 19 Metakeset Street, Pembroke. Why'd you say your name different? That's I, not how you say your name. My name is Kristen Howlett. Howlett? <laughs> Howlett. Howlett. So one time, one time <laughs> Owen's friend said, um, I was telling my dad about Owen Howlett, and he said, what? You need a moist Howlett? <laughs> <laughs> We okay. let people get a little fancy. We digress. Kristen Howlett. Howlett. Anyhow, um, yes, I'm the real estate. I'm the realtor to your dreams and anything you need, call me, discuss. <laughs> I will say this. The market is starting to pick right up. It is crazy out there right now. And mm-hmm. we were talking about it. We had our monthly office meeting today. 
And we were saying, you know, just the low inventory that we have. And everybody thinks that, you know, spring starts that first Monday after Super Bowl Sunday. And there were several agents who have a lot of listings coming on the market. I was actually shocked to hear how many people actually have something coming on. We had how many? There had to have been six, eight new listings. Yeah, six to eight. But uh, when you said, we've been saying this on the radio, that like, we're going to be busy. We're going to be busy. Mm -hmm. This is exactly like this is our first office meeting since spring market started, which Mm -hmm. is the day after Super Bowl. We're going to be busy. Mm -hmm. It's going to be busy out there. It is. But... Um, but yeah, so so we we thought it would be a, an appropriate time to sort of um, talk about our roadmap to success, which is uh, selling your home. So hopefully um, we can get through sort of, um, I wanted to get your take, Kristen. So like, yes, you're an independent contractor here and you have your own way of, of being very successful in your business. Um, but, you know, just like Sharon, Sharon, you sell real estate full time as well. Yeah. You're not just the mm-hmm. owner, broker mm-hmm. owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. You do sell real estate yourself. Um, But, you know, everybody's different and everybody has their own, you know, way of business. And I sort of wanted to give a little sneak peek and and say what you do. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I feel like it was like a romper room right there. And you had like the little mirror and it says, let me look into your world. Remember how she used to do that? I love when she gazes into my eyes during (laughs) the radio show. Who, me? Yeah, love it. Gaze into I love your when you eyes. talk to me like I'm the only person in the room. Oh. Usually I am, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to let everybody know that. Um, who do we have in studio tonight, Larry? I don't know. I think it's uh, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Larry. Larry, you know what? Usually when I'm like the head host here, I always say hello to whoever's in the studio. So, hello to Larry. Hello there. Yeah, and the good news is is if you have any questions about this topic or any other topic, you can call into the studio or, guess what, there's more. You can text 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. Uh, you can get over to Larry. Larry will get you to us, or you can uh, send a text there uh, if you're a little too shy to call in. But we also are on Facebook, so yeah. um, if you want to go on to Facebook, Boston Connect Real Estate, you will find us there as well. So. Yeah. yeah, I just thought I'd say that. Yeah. Well, Sharon, you sort of came up with this topic when we were talking in the beginning of the year about, you know, some of the things that we want to get done in the first quarter of the year for our radio show and Roadmap to Success, Selling Your Home was something that you had come up with. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Uh, not really. <laughs> Do you remember why? <laughs> I mean, I think we were in a meeting and I wanted Maybe the meeting I to stop. Maybe I put you guys on the spot tonight. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted the meeting to stop, so I was like, all right, here's our full <laughs> calendar for the first quarter. Um, but I would just say the roadmap to success is, you know, getting you from A to Z and everything in between, and there are a lot of moving parts to it. We sort of hit upon it on Saturday, too. Melissa, when we were talking about, you know, the essential you know, things for seniors to consider when they're buying or selling a home, right? Mm-hmm. So. You know, just yeah, there's so many things that go on in between, but certainly making sure that you have your real estate advisor at the helm that's like sort of putting together a whole team. And I'm sure that Kristen would also say that, you know, the people that she knows and the people that she has in her arena will make it a lot easier, right? So you don't have to, when we're saying, all right, then you have to get a Title V inspection and then blah, 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 blah. And then we're not just rattling things off, right? You have yeah. people and you just have to sit back and say, but don't worry about all of that. I I got that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the the first part of sort of the roadmap, so maybe the first stop. The first stop on our journey, mm-hmm. I think, is understanding what's going on in the market. So, you know, it's even before 
putting the sign in in the in the front yard. It's educating your client on what's going on in the market. So how do you guys do that? How do you educate your clients? When Funny that you say that. Yeah. Is it? Because did you say Funny I like just, ha ha? No. Funny you should ask. That's Funny like one of my favorite little shows. I just, remember, I just, I just rebranded a little marketing piece. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it too. Even with us, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I think the reason why we're all so calm about this is because we've anticipated it and we've also worked on our business mm-hmm. to, to make it so that when this does happen and mm-hmm. when this does come, mm-hmm. we're ready. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um. So I like to go over everything. I just did my first, I haven't done it in so long on Zoom, and it was a listing presentation, mm-hmm. and um, I had a nightmare about it the night before. Oh, like that all these school, people taking a study at school, like taking a test at school or something? Because I feel like I have it down pat in front of people coming yeah. in the office or going to their house, and this was Zoom, and I, I'm not really good with Zoom, and I was worried about like getting it set up mm-hmm. and then I couldn't let him in the room and I was talking <laughs> to somebody else but I'd had a dream the night before that they were like four, when I opened up the Zoom there were 45 people waiting and they were all asking me questions. <laughs> you told me this that I you know. had that dream yeah. then. Yeah, so, you did. That's probably because you were picking up on my real life because I was doing a Zoom last week as well and it was three people selling um, new listing coming on in Quincy and they're going to be selling their dad's home. It's, their dad just passed away a few months ago. But I really, I have two screens and sometimes like I'm sharing my screen and I was like, well, you're looking at the wrong one. And then I'm like, it's... I'm panicking on the inside, but I'm totally looking in at Melissa because her office is right there. And I always know, hey, if I'm going to drown, I know she's going to throw me the life preserver, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> so. I got you. I'm like that little that little boat that comes back after the Titanic. It's like, <laughs> is anyone out there? <laughs> Does anyone need help on Zoom? <laughs> Does anyone need help on Zoom? <laughs> um, no. Anyway, back to what you asked. Yes. What I asked was, how do you educate your clients? Because you know you could be out there thinking okay I want to sell my house where do I start where do I begin but like you need to know what's going on with sellers you hear oh it's a seller's market it's a seller's market well, what does that mean mm-hmm. and 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 are you going to get what you need to move forward or move from your home so um you know educating the client is first first on our journey first step on our journey do you agree i agree and i think too and i was just going to ask Kristen this question so you're going to be bombarded with questions right now is you know i think that the the biggest question is in, in the most important piece of the whole process of putting your house on the market is pricing it accurately yeah and i love and i mentioned this on saturday as well uh these people that i was to the daughter and it's that's it's the woman and her two brothers and she said that she saw something online and it was a real estate agent doing like a little TikTok or something and it said that underpricing is the new overpricing right uh overpricing is the new underpricing whichever way I didn't disagree yeah and what she meant by that was you know back in the day people would say I'm going to put my house on the market for five hundred thousand dollars I'm going to put my house on the market for 550. Let somebody throw me an offer. If I end up with 500, I'll be happy. Yeah, negotiate now, down. Yeah, yeah, negotiate down. Now we're negotiating up, and it's put your house on the market for the appropriate amount based on the sold comps that we're looking at, and then you'll probably have people throwing you money above it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can hear voices, and it's like just. I think me. that we all mm. too. Um, I know you and I talk about this a lot. We, I price thinking of the appraisal in mind. Yep. 
and I try to do it correctly. We, we, um, Marianne Trask, Steph Millette, and I took an awesome um, appraisal class a couple of years ago. These two guys, it was it was the appraisal class, and then we did another one. It was the appraisals 2.0, and it was it really taught us how to think like an appraiser. Mm-hmm. And you know, basically, they said you guys have to do some work too. I mean, mm-hmm. we can help you with you know arguing an appraisal, a low appraisal, you know, we can help you with that. But if you if you look at it like this, which I never knew, there's a certain algorithm. Mm-hmm. And when we do, like when I go to meet an appraiser, I always have some comps. I put it in the nice Boston Connect envelope. Mm-hmm. I put any of the, the list of any improvements that were there, and I leave it. I'm not pushy, but I've had appraisers who were appreciative because there were comps on there that they didn't have, mm-hmm. and they can get marked for that yeah mm-hmm. they can get penalized for it well you always say that you have to sell a house twice so mm-hmm. you sell a house to a buyer first and then you have to sell it to an appraiser mm-hmm. which is you know if if they're you know getting a loan and everything and then mm-hmm. it's not cash then you have to you know have that or if, if, and if they did not waive mm-hmm. the contingency i recently got a designation what was that called strategic pricing strategist or something what was what's that I, I hate all those initials and everything, but it was a good <laughs> class to take. But oh, it's like I'll be SSR, honest, SR, SR, or I don't remember, but it was. Anyways, I have that designation. You can see how much it I means, care. It means a lot to you. It doesn't really mean a lot to me, but I wanted to learn and see if there was anything I was missing. I thought that you know there were things that I definitely agreed with, and mm-hmm. then that there were things that I would probably do a little bit differently. I mean, it's yeah. been working for me for twenty one years, so. Um, you know, because an appraiser does, they do do things a little bit differently sometimes, but <laughs> I do remember mm-hmm. that the instructor told me that I was doing it the wrong way for 21 years. I was like, all right. Mm. And then at the end of the day, our numbers came out exactly the same. Mm. So I was like, no, we just, it's like the new math and the old math. Yeah. I think <clears throat> when it comes to, you know, like talking to your seller clients, it's also important to highlight some of the things that's going on with buyers. So what are buyers looking for? Interest rates are going to impact whether or not someone can afford your house too, you know? So this is, I felt like I've done a few CMAs in the past couple of weeks and I felt like this was trickier because we're coming off the holidays. Mm-hmm. We're coming off higher interest rates. So it was a little bit trickier. I felt, did you feel like that too? What were you seeing when you were looking at that? Were you seeing that a lot of the closed properties or a lot of the sold properties, were you seeing like the sale price to list price ratio being above or were you seeing things that were under? Either right at or a little bit under. Yeah. So I was seeing the same thing when I was doing my- And there weren't a lot of comps. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had just done a couple. I did one in Quincy and one in Duxbury, and um, I was noticing the same thing. And it's almost like this time of year, you sort of have to, you're sort of guessing at what the market is and where it's going to go, but you have to be very careful with that because you can't test a market. It, yeah. it will test you, and you can't do that. So you're better off just using the comparisons you have, knowing and being happy with whatever that price is going to be, but fully understanding there is no inventory still and you're going to get emotional value and people will bid higher mm-hmm. i mean you're in a situation right now on a property you have an offer in, and did he say how many offers are on the table mm-hmm. he asked everybody to come back for their highest and best yeah and we've been you know it's been all weekend and a long weekend and yeah hmm. it's tough yeah it's mm. funny i'm interested to see how many he has on the table he, he i asked twice and i'm not i got a few earlier today when i asked how many he said mm-hmm. a few well we also had you know there was another listing that had what like 25 showings but no offers right mm-hmm. so yeah. you have to be careful 
yeah, again, it all comes down to having realistic expectations and what's going on in the market. And it's just sort of also knowing what else is on the market, too. So if other things comparable um, to your property, have they been sitting? Are they overpriced? Mm -hmm. Is something going on with the property? Is it just not being marketed well? Like what... What well, are we those had factors? Somebody texted a call, uh, text a question last weekend. Remember? Yeah. On Saturday, somebody from Carver uh, texted into the studio and said, or maybe that was last Tuesday. It might have been last Tuesday when we were with Larry and said that the house has yeah, been it on wasn't the market. Here, but yeah, I think it was last Tuesday. Yeah, I wasn't here. The house was on the market and it isn't selling. Like, what? What is the? What's I think that was last it? Tuesday. Someone's asking a question right now, and oh. not a hundred percent on. I think they're missing some words here. But um, the the question is, I had to bid over asking when I purchased a condo back in August, and the buyer underbid my asking price in November. Now, they say their question is, should I have waited until now to sell and get at my at least my, and that it cuts off there. So I don't know if they want to write back but what they're trying to finish mm. in the text mm. or if you guys understand any of that. Read it one more time. Um, I had a bid over asking when purchased a condo in August. The buyer underbid my asking price in November. My question, should I have waited until now to sell to get at least and the rest is missing so i'm wondering if it was somebody who bought a condo and then did a flip it sounds like mm. a renovation because if they bought it in august and then they're selling it in november i'm wondering if they did some renovations but whoever that caller was i mean feel free to call us you don't have to give us your name or your details yeah. or anything um but we'd love to talk that through with you so we can Maybe better understand it like november and the holidays we didn't i didn't anticipate that the holidays were going to affect pricing as much as they probably did it did this year I think don't it, you I think? think it was more the holidays and the interest rates i really think yeah. this that's it's so interesting that you brought that up because as i was doing the couple cmas that i was doing recently i was just like this one is you know the put the list this is the list price but they got under asking and i was really surprised because the house was nice and it looked down and i was like according to the other comps though like in my head i'm doing all this calculation and i was like when did this one go on the market and every single time it was like november yeah. in november like right before thanksgiving yeah, yeah. That's something actually that I want to sort of track and see, you know, if that th that definitely was an impact this year. If you saw it where you were looking and I saw it where mm -hmm. I was looking in two different, I mean, one was in Quincy and one was in Duxbury and mm -hmm. I saw the same thing. Mm -hmm. So um, hopefully I think it's important person. to figure out first and foremost, what what is your seller's, what is what is your ultimate goal? Are you, mm -hmm. are you, what's the motivation behind it? Are you it? right sizing? Mm -hmm. Are you, you know, have you grown out of your space? Do you need to sell to buy? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that all, you know, kind of falls into place. And I think both of us are, our listings that are coming on are both um, situations where they're just going to sell. So yeah. Yeah. there's no um, real, you know, that's really an ideal situation because mm -hmm. there's no timeline. We're not, yeah. restricted to anything. It's mm -hmm. really just let's get it on for a good price and get you the most that we can. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I'd say that this year what I'm anticipating is the people that are going to have a hard time getting their offers accepted are going to be the one with the home sale contingencies yeah. just because I think it's just going to be there's so many people that just don't have the contingency yeah. and you're going to lose out to them. So I just think, you know, it is a good time to put your house on the market right now. You want to be one of less inventory versus one of more, in yeah. my opinion. 
Yeah. I think having sort of the conversation, having like sort of a roadmap or whatever you want to call it, it it helps manage expectations. So mm-hmm. it there, you know, it provides a direction and you you're all on the same page of this is what our goal is. Mm-hmm. And, and like you just said, it's important to know what a what the seller's motivation is. You know, is it because they need to right size because of whatever it is that's going on in their lives or do they simply just want the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time like Mm -hmm. you just never know unless you have the conversation so just being Mm -hmm. upfront and and honest with each other it's you're working on the same team so Mm -hmm. well we brought this up earlier too so um mary's actually in with some uh buyer clients right now and um we were talking between the two subdivisions that we have i think we have 17 reservations they're either in reservation stage or the under agreement stage Larry, are you trying to get yeah, us? Yeah, the, uh, the the guy's calling it. It's Vin. Oh. Uh, had oh, the okay. text message. Go ahead, Vin. Hi. I'll be quick. Thank you for answering. So I was buying and selling. Um, okay. So I was first trying to um, buy, and so the buyer, um, uh, I had to overbid my asking price in order to get the condo. All right. Then cut now to November, trying to sell my place, the buyer underbid, new buyer underbid. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. sort of a you know, seller's market when I was trying to buy in a buyer's market when I was trying to sell. So my question was, should I just wait it until now rather than accept a offer that's lower than my asking price? And then I was saying, you know, I was trying to avoid paying double mortgage. So that's what yeah. I was asking. That makes sense. Do you want to take that? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think like, so that's what M- Melissa was just saying mm-hmm. too, is like, you know, your motivation like at that time was, is that you didn't want to have two mortgages. So I'm curious. So one is, did you purchase your first house? You had to overbid on that in August. So did you make that n- not contingent upon the sale of your house? Obviously, right? Because then you didn't that's put correct. the other, yeah. So then you didn't that's put correct. the other one on until November, which right. we were seeing a lot of that going on, you know what I mean, that people just felt that they had to do that. I mean, here's the bigger question. Do you absolutely love the house that you're in right now? Yes. Yeah. Then it was worth it. At yeah. the end of the day, you got the house that you wanted, right? Yeah. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day if yeah. you ended up with a few thousand extra dollars, but you were paying that extra mortgage payment and things like that. So so long as you love where you are, and even if you did the calculations, if I told you, hey, Van, if you put your house on the market today versus then and you could have made $10,000 more, would it really have, like, but it could have sweet, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. then you would have yeah. had those extra yeah. payments and you, the stress. Right. I'm telling you right now, the stress of holding two mortgages is enough for me to say, hey, I'll give you 50 grand for that stress, you right. know? So well, I'm going to make you, helpful. yeah, I'm going <laughs> to let you sleep well tonight, yeah. Van. <laughs> you you made the right decision. You love your house. You got the house you wanted. Your house got sold. There are no problems with it. So sleep tight. Sleep, did, sleep did you tight. actually sell your condo? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. I sold. Yeah, so, 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 so everything's working out now. I didn't want to also deal with the snow, too. I was trying to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a house, and I didn't know what the weather was going to be like. But, and I'll be but honest. Thank you for your time. Yeah. 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 Well, Go you ahead. know what? I'm going to add this one thing. You know what? We, if, first of all, real estate is, hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. And we also don't have a crystal ball. So, you know. The rates could have still gone up and you could have, you mm-hmm. know, I think you had to go with the decision that worked for you mm-hmm. because who knows, right. the rates could have gone up and you could have taken even more of a hit. So yeah. that's you know, true. 
Yeah. Cool. No, Absolutely. thank you. I appreciate you, it. You made the right thank decision. You. Sleep tight, baby. Sleep <laughs> tight. <laughs> thank you. Have a Take good care. night. Yeah. And see that, and this is really what it comes down to, right? That's what we did with them when we we're talking about that emotional value. He was such a great example of that because at the end of the day, he got exactly what he wanted. He yeah. loves his home. So th- nothing else really matters. Right. You know, he's going to be in this for, you know, the long term, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he, I I think he did the right thing. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I do, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, we don't have a crystal ball. And and I always say the right time to, sa- to sell or to buy is when it's right time for you. You have and been saying that? I've been saying it forever. forever. So, you know, it, it just happens. Everything happens for a reason, and that's the way that it happened. And, you know, you can sleep well tonight, I promise you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so do we have anything else that we want to discuss before we get into preparing for selling? No? I think You're that's all, good. We're both just I staring right. at me. <laughs> well, I was thinking, you guys, because I don't even remember what we were specifically talking about. I think about. your right, roadmap though. to success, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a roadmap. You come up with a plan. Yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, even we'll use Van. I think that he said his name was Van. We'll use him as this example is, you know, his roadmap. Maybe it wasn't exactly what he thought. It seems to me that, you know, if he he found the house that he found in August, probably on a whim, like, oh, I'm just looking and then you fall in love. Right. So being prepared. I mean, I think that maybe. You know, you never know when the one is going to show up for you. So if you are thinking about, oh, I'm I'm thinking about doing something further into the spring. I'm thinking about starting to look. Definitely be prepared by getting your house prepared and being ready for those moments. So Mary and I have a condo coming on, a 55 plus um, in Pembroke, and we're going to be coming on the market. And it's not for a while. We're waiting for some um, estate stuff to sort of clear up, but we're going to have the photographer. We're going through. We're doing some of this, that type of stuff. So we're ready to go. But a good example of this, even though that's an estate one, if somebody was living in that, I would still say, let's start doing some of the clean out. Let's get the house ready. Maybe we do take those pictures if there's no snow outside and it looks good. Um, you know, do all those things. Well, the house that you bought, Melissa, the exterior was completed before the interior. And I had the photographer go back twice because Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? They have this nice tree out front. They really want those photos. Let's take those photos. So when you were talking about a roadmap to success, it really is looking at that calendar long term. It seems like with Van, he probably just on a whim saw this house he didn't have his house ready to go on the market yet and that's Mm -hmm. why he didn't go on until whenever that was october november yeah and some people don't want the stress of of buying and selling at the same same time time. yeah Yeah. i have another person under agreement same situation Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and if you can do it that's really the best way to do it just roll your dice that's we should get some dice well let's get some dice melissa can you have some made i bet we can on etsy like some is weight or you know what i mean (laughs) we're really gonna roll the dice yeah like roll the dice like what it's all stress at the end of the day. It just matters how much of it you, like, what's going to be your stress level. And <laughs> Can your... we take any more stress? <laughs> I, have another, I have another question that just popped into my okay, head. Okay, yeah. yeah. So recently, have you noticed that a lot of the listings that are coming on are empty? Yes. Right? And a lot of estate stuff I've been doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Because my I have a listing coming on, and um, they're moving some stuff, donating some stuff, and and putting some stuff in storage. Mm-hmm. I did ask for some items like the couch, maybe some things to, to keep. I thought maybe it would be a good idea to keep the beds in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But then the more I thought about it, 
unless we're really going to stage fully, mm-hmm. I don't really see mm-hmm. a big difference between because even the ones that are empty are still selling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would have I would have never said that a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I would have said, oh no, we need to put something at least some furniture in there mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah. Um, I know like a lot of the houses too, even if they're vacant, you know, they usually have somebody that's staying in the house like throughout the week or, you know Mm. what I mean? Sort of checking in on the house, staying there weekends and stuff, finishing up all the stuff. So generally we'll see a lot of these estate properties with, you know, at least one bedroom that's Mm -hmm. sort of set up, you know, just for liability and insurance purposes. Right. Um, So we're seeing a lot of that. I just think that, yeah, when you're looking through houses, staging is important, but then, I don't know. I just feel like if it's priced according to the condition it's in and the way that the property looks, then it's going to sell anyways. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. 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 One thing I've been seeing a lot of, and Kristen, I'm wondering for you if you've been seeing, I've been seeing a ton of reloads that have been coming in. Mm. So a lot of reloads coming to our new construction. And actually, I met with some today uh, that looked at Cushing Trails, and they're relocating from Virginia because they want to be closer to family. So... I think that the people that I'm seeing moving aren't the people that are just like, oh, I'm going to move because I can get a bigger house at a 2.5 rate. You know what I mean? It's people who are moving for reasons. Maybe work or... Yeah, work. Work. Yep. I've had some that were moving. I actually had two calls this week on Cushing and they were relocating because of work. And then I had this one relocating. Oh, no, actually two relocating for family. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be talking to one later tonight, actually, putting in a reservation on Cushing. Awesome. Um, So I think my most important thing to preparing the house is staging. But now, like I said, I'm I'm kind of flip-flopping where I'm not so much... I can do like a light stage with like some, you know, just decor make sure it's clean. and things. Well, that's yeah. so different. I mean, staging could also just mean clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or taking you know, down curtains. Taking, and, yeah, yeah, taking down yeah. drapes. Yeah. Um, Remember but, drapes? But more important to me is curb appeal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get yeah. that outside done. <laughs> you okay over there? My, Remember drapes? <laughs> it's Remember just a funny cornice, word. cornice valance? <laughs> oh, the valance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. with the, like the. <laughs> if you're on Facebook, she's you yeah, know, making like some. Take some, those down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anyone who has them. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But you're selling windows. Well, and this is the thing. It's like, I feel like those are heavy. When you look at them, that was why people enjoyed them and liked them because the quality, it felt like real good quality. <laughs> now it's just like. Get that down. <laughs> a I lot. Need to change out my curtains. I They're mean, heavy. Yeah. I need to get curtains. I don't have any curtains. I don't, have I any don't curtains. like them. Well, I have some. I have shares. I guess. All right. Well. So um, it's funny. You that don't have drapes. That's for sure. <laughs> it's funny that we put in maintaining well manicured lawn and landscaping. Um, I one of my I always say a fresh new front door. Paint yeah. that front door. Freshen it up. I think I'm going to paint my front door. Oh, yeah. Good. You know, one of the things, too, when we're talking about staging, and if you're looking at properties online, and just so you know, when you're looking at certain websites and you think you're clicking for more information and you think you're getting a listing agent, you're not. You have to scroll all the way down and say listed by. That's how you know who the real listing agent is to give you the most amount of you know, information on that property. I just want to put that out just there. Just so you know. Just so you know. And, well, because I had an issue with it this past weekend. It was just mm-hmm. redonkulous. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so a lot of times people are um, virtually staging properties. I know. So there was a, f- a property that we were looking at down in Florida, and it was actually um, 
my brother-in-law's old house and it's on the market it's been on the market for a while and i noticed that she did some virtual staging and mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah i can tell she did virtual staging and mark's like how can you tell and i said well look at this picture i said do those stools look familiar he goes yeah those are my brothers he probably left them there i go okay i said now look at this picture and you see the stools in the background mm-hmm. they're different so yeah. it was like all virtually staged mm-hmm. but i think that that to me I don't really like that. Do you? I well, think it makes the property look better than it actually is. Well, I'll be honest. One that we just put an offer on over the weekend, and the staging was so good that when I walked in, I was like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't expecting this to be vacant. The virtual staging was so nice and perfect that that's what I thought I was walking into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then you sort and of it disappointed wasn't disclo- when you're there? And it wasn't disclosed. Usually they they you will have to, have to it. say yeah, this you has should. been virtually. Well, yeah. remember, I, there was a time, um, somebody, I was referred to somebody, and they wanted, um, I did a CMA for them, and they wanted me to virtually stage. But not only did they want me to virtually stage, they wanted me to, like, change out the carpet to hardwood and do things yeah. like that weren't in there. And I was like, I can't do that. You're misrepresenting what the house really yeah. is. And yeah, you got to be careful with that. Yeah, well, they found someone who would. So, mm. I mean, obviously, when you walk into that, because his argument was, well, when they get here, they'll see that it isn't. And I was like, yeah, but you you're getting them. You, you've gotten them there on <laughs> a false pretense. Like yeah. I could never do an open house. I'd call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> no, I would. I would definitely be disappointed. I mean, I. I was in. You know, my buyers. You're laughing too hard, but I. You know, as a buyer out there, I saw a lot of houses, and if I. I knew right away getting to a house that yes, like. It was just not mm-hmm. not what I expected. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. that's what I mean. Don't you think it's a bigger disappointment when you get there? So like you were expecting to see like this great house and like this nice furniture. Was it more of a disappointment? Well, my buyers had gone to the open Why house over the weekend because <laughs> I was like shocked. shocked. Yeah, my buyers had gone to the open house over the weekend and then they loved it. So we went in for a, a showing Sunday morning. And I literally was like, whoa, mm-hmm. wait, I wasn't even expecting this. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, potentially it could bring down the value of things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing, too. We had somebody who recently wanted one of our agents to, like, you know, virtually redo a kitchen that wasn't redone. Like, oh, the bathrooms are going to be redone, like, just virtually staged, uh, like, yes. virtually do it over with AI. Like, there's so yeah. much you can do with AI, but there are certainly things you shouldn't do. Yeah. If the bathroom isn't renovated, no, you can't just make up pictures. Yeah. yeah. You can't price a house according to what AI comes up with as, a you know, the way it yeah. looks. Yeah. I mean, it's different when you're taking an exterior photo of a house and, like, you change the, like, it might have been a cloudy day and now you yeah. put the sun in there. As like, I like to say, different. when you zhuzh it up a When you zhuzh mm-hmm. it up a little bit. But, you know, you're not, you're yeah. not changing the roof. You're not changing, mm-hmm. you're not adding a pool. Yeah. <laughs> you're softening a blemish you know? as opposed you're to, yeah. yeah. You're embellishing a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. Face tuning. One of the things was, um, oh, where was I just going with this? Keep on talking. Well, I, even with like twilight pictures and stuff, I mean, sometimes they don't go there at twilight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're taking a picture yeah. and then making it. Yeah. I can sort of see that. I can tell those ones too. Yeah. Oh, they just look so say something. Uh, they look fake. I, uh, listen, I'm a big twilight. I love the I twilight. I love the twilight. I think, yeah. that, I think in, in reality, in, in, uh, in theory, they're great, but yeah. they just look so fake to me. Yeah. yeah. You know? 
I'm if I'm buying that house, oh. I'm not going to be hanging outside staring at it at nighttime. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm going to be living in it. So. <laughs> so one person had said to me, I just had to write down the word because I was forgetting what I was saying. So recently I was doing a CMA for somebody and they said, this is this house has great bones. Like somebody can do this. Somebody can do that. Like they can lift up this carpet and they can put down hardwood. They could do this. They could do that. Yeah, they can. But you can't get the equity of somebody else's hard work and money. Like yeah. just because a house can become that doesn't mean yeah. you as the seller as the one reaping the benefit of it. Oh, the, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, the person who reaps the benefit the, is the person the who does it. All the reason for them to keep the money in their pocket so they can do it down the road. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they're not going to give it to you. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, when people do say that to me, I always have to remind them. Yep, those are all possibilities. Yes, great potential. So, Mel, I think you potential. had you had a good point earlier, too. That, Thank you. Um. I think, too, coming into this market of 2024, we have to work. Agents Mm -hmm. have to work. There's no more. We've Mm -hmm. been saying this. We said it last year. No more sticking a sign in the door on Mm -hmm. the front lawn, putting a lockbox on, and walking away and letting. Listen, Mm -hmm. there might be some that do it, but when, you know, if if you want your house to sell and you want it to sell for top dollar. Can I tell you? So my daughter, Mackenzie, um, she's going to be getting pre-approved with Jasmine Glasgow. Yep. um, From Maritime Mortgage. Jasmine's on with us all the time. And she wants to maybe buy like a small condo or something up in New Hampshire, like someplace she can go hiking in the summer, Mm -hmm. maybe do some skiing in the winter or something like that. She just wants something of her own. And she showed me um, some some things she was looking at, and then I found this other one, and I was like, "Well, let me text the agent and make sure you can do Airbnb in this in this development and everything." I texted the agent twice. I still have not heard back from her. Mm-hmm. Still, like, w- what are you doing? <laughs> like, well, maybe she just doesn't need your buyer. Yeah, is that true? Well, I would be going directly to her. Yeah, you, you know what well, I mean. She doesn't know. Well, well. yeah. That's too bad. Isn't it? I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, would you ever think it's of not as, working surprised best for your client. as a listing agent, like that you wouldn't respond or return a phone call? Well, there are people out there. There are people out there. Yeah. Which is more annoying to you, that or drapes? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's spicy today. <laughs> Isn't she? Yeah, she's a year older. I'm a year older and uh, not much wiser. But, yeah. Um, okay, so preparing anything else with preparing before we get to pricing? Um, I think preparing your house, look at the outside, really. Yeah. Look at the yeah. outside. That to me is because you're going to have people who drive by. You're going to have people who... You know, you want you want them to come in and look. I say all the time, it's like online dating. Mm-hmm. We're going to give enough so that they want to get more, mm-hmm. but not give away the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, literally. Not give away the house. Yeah, you're not yeah. giving it away. Yeah. Someone's mm-hmm. got to buy it. Yeah. But isn't that a gambling turn? Give away give the house. Give away the house. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I don't, I don't know. know. The only thing that came to my mind is you don't give up the milk for free or something like that. Yeah. If you <laughs> give up by the cow and you can get the milk <laughs> for free. I think that's a whole nother. I think yeah, that might think be a, a whole, whole nother, nother topic. That's a whole nother show on a different station. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Larry. <laughs> late night. Late night. Um, yeah. I don't know. Something, something about giving away the house for free. But, uh, you know, I went to Vegas and gambled 60 bucks. So I don't really know anything about... <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's about it. That's all I know to gamble with. I lost $60 in Aruba, too. I was devastated. Uh, <laughs> I don't gamble. I don't get it. 
I'd rather yeah, buy a bag. I'd rather save it and buy a bag. Yeah, I'm not a gambler either. Yeah, I'm not a gambler. Speaking of not being a gambler, you should not gamble on the price of your house. Mm-hmm. And oh. how do we get? <laughs> how do we so get corny? To this? <laughs> Shut up. How do we get to you know pricing somebody's home? Mm-hmm. What, what's your process? If I had Com- known this was going to be this fun, I'd come every Tuesday night. <laughs> Comparables. I obsess over it. I look at it. 50 ways till Sunday. Do you ever see Trish Flynn doing a CMA? Yep. I, mean, I still you have, talk about I still have Trish's it takes instructions. Her like four hours. <laughs> Trish uses more ink and more paper than any human I know. And I'll she say goes to her, by the square footage. Yeah, and she has paper like all over the place. We love Trish Flynn. Trish Flynn yeah. is part of the Flynn team with her husband Nick. Uh, they are wonderful full time agents she here at Boston. So thorough. She is so thorough. So thorough. Yeah. Mm hmm. To the penny. Yeah. <laughs> she'll tell you. Yeah. She'll tell, she'll Honest, tell you the value yeah. to the penny. When the time comes for me to list my house, I'm definitely having you're her do hire, it. You're, you're going to hire, hire Trish, Trish Flynn. Hire Trish Flynn to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, definitely give me the price. She has more paper. Yeah. I don't know if she does with it all. So how do you come <laughs> to the price? How do you come to, to a price totally or a range? Guess. It should I'm be range. I'm the post whisperer. I go in the houses. The house tells me what it's worth, and oh then I go gosh. with it. No. I should not have eaten that cake. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was my birthday cake. <laughs> it's good It's good luck to eat, so eat birthday yeah. cake. No. I, the way I do comps, I really love the way I do it, and I do think that my clients appreciate the way that I do it because it's very transparent. And, you know, a lot of times you're just showing up. Agents are just showing up, and they're saying, okay, here's my market analysis that I've done for you. Here, let's flip through the pages. These are the three houses that I chose. Here are two that are under agreement. Here are three that sold. Here's one that's on the market. And you have to take the agent's word that that's everything that they're seeing. Do you know if they're just choosing the highest priced listings in hopes of getting a listing and then asking you for a price adjustment down the road? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying anyone's doing this, but how do you know? Mm -hmm. Or are they giving you the lowest price comps out there just so they can easily get the house sold? And maybe, you know, maybe you'd end up with multiple offers, but it would happen quickly. I don't like doing it that way. I like bringing people on Zoom or into the office, going directly into MLS, and I say, this is how I do my CMA. This is how I come up with the numbers. Now, one that I recently did for Quincy, we had to do it. You were helping me, Kristen, you and Mary. Um, I went in several different ways to try to figure out how to do this. I mean, because we first went in, we, we looked at like what's on the market, what's contingent, what's under agreement, and what's sold. When we tried to do it, we did just West Quincy because we wanted to stick to that area. And then if I did style, nothing came up. So mm-hmm. that's usually the first way we'll do it. Then we got rid of that, and then we did square footage. Um, but that was really eye-opening, yeah. right? Because Mary did it by a map, and she kept on saying this one comp. And I was like, Mary, I'm not seeing it. I'm yeah, not seeing it. funny. And it's because that agent put in West Quincy rather than Quincy, mm-hmm. and it wasn't showing mm-hmm. up in my search for some reason yeah. or another when I was doing it. So anyways, that's another story. I meant to bring that up in the office meeting today. But I'm showing people exactly what I can see from, you know, maybe something on the market for $200,000 down to something that's on the market for two million dollars but they can see everything i can see and i like and I to think open it's them. important when you do that too because i do like to do that too and it you can show the seller 
okay, this is why this one sold. Exactly. It may have a newer kitchen yep. in your kitchen or mm-hmm. your your house might have a brand new kitchen and this one did not. So you're mm-hmm. really, you know, you have to compare apples to apples, but also like we say all the time, Zillow, Redfin, all of those that are giving you these estimates and mm-hmm. that, you know, spitting out what your comp could be, they're not inside your house. They're not looking at the nitty gritty, which yeah. is what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about somebody, um, coming into your house with a price in mind before they've even looked at it i don't like that yeah i don't like when i'm doing a cma for somebody uh i always say to them please don't tell me what you think the value of your house is because i'm a benefactor i want to make everyone happy but i don't want to have their number in my head and when i was kidding around earlier saying i'm just the the house whisperer and i go into houses you know we know the market so well that there are a lot of times where in immediately in your head you'll be like oh i remember this one down the street it sold for this and you're like you're sort of you know, playing this little game in your head, a little video game. But looking at the comps is what's most important. And my job, yes, my job is to make people happy. But my job isn't to just satisfy them because they want a certain number. They're hiring me because they want me to tell them what the market is. Right. I'm the one that's telling them this is what I think the number is. This is where the range is. This is why I think you should do it. But ultimately, at the end of the day, my job is to educate you on the market. Your job is to really choose that final price. Um, and then for us, I mean, I have told people, I'm sorry, I can't I can't work for you. I mean, this was a different market. But one woman in particular, I mean, she was like $100,000. An agent told yeah. her $100,000 more than me. That doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, I, I'm oh, never $100,000 off. And, you know, she ended up listening it with somebody else. But then I watched price break, price yeah. break, price break, price break. Got to the point where what she ended up selling for was under what I thought she could start at and yeah. probably would have went over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's so that is we call, we like to call that what? chasing the market backwards momentum backwards, backwards momentum. momentum you can I up use with that. that all the time yeah but also too I think that um, it is important and I was also going to piggyback on if you hire an agent to come in if they're coming into your house they've never stepped foot in your house and they already have something all prepared with the price mm, yeah that doesn't really work either no so take your time we, we a lot of us like to do a two mm-hmm. two stop two two stops we come in we look at your house we can you know kind of talk about now i'm i'm prefacing it by saying i'm going to tell you how i like to work Mm -hmm. let's see if we can work together Mm -hmm. and then i'm going to go home and do my homework and then come up with a price for you yeah yeah and i think one of the common questions that come up is what is your commission what how much do you get paid and you know And people are using that to negotiate, you know what I mean? Our job is to get you the most amount of money. And when people are always asking that commission question, one thing I just want our listeners to know is, you know, if you are interviewing several agents, and I think that that's a really good idea because it's really Mm -hmm. who you jive with, really, at the end of the day, who you feel is going to do the best job for you. But if somebody says, who else are you interviewing? I never ask that question either because I I don't really care. I'm there to give you value. But if they put a contract in front of you and say, hey, if you sign this contract right now, I will will do it for a lesser commission, that should be telling you something. Don't be, you know, we said this for our seniors the other day, don't be pulled into those those types of tactics that are just high pressure tactics. That's not how you want to sell a house, for sure. That is not. No. Um, Final so words. One, we only one thing have I do want to say, Ginny asked us to um, promote her listing, Oak Street. She asked yeah. us to mention it. 
Oh, I pulled okay. it up. Yeah, and put it up. Now I Pull can't it find it. Um, it's in the inter-office. Yeah, so Jenny Wandell has a new listing that's coming on on Oak Street in Pembroke. And it is a split level, I believe, raised ranch or something like that. Uh, we don't have all the details, but you can contact the office tomorrow at 781-826-8000. 10 Oak Street in Pembroke, three bedrooms, one and a half bath, coming on for 520. Mm-hmm. So that's tomorrow with Jenny Wandell. So you can get in touch with her at the office or go to bostonconnect.com and you can find the information there. Anything yeah. else? Nope. I will see you Saturday with Tracy Grady. Woohoo! What are you guys, oh, what yeah. are you guys talking about? Permitting. <laughs>